Welcome to our weekly energy update with Investec Head of Commodities, Callum McPherson. Good morning, Callum. Good morning. Oil rallied strongly last week after Saudi Arabia announced an extension to its cuts. Can you take us through that? Well, it had been widely expected that Saudi Arabia was going to extend the additional voluntary cut of a million barrels per day that was scheduled to be unwound at the end of uh, this month to the end of next month. But the, last week, the Saudi surprise markets by extending not just to the end of October, but actually to the end of uh, December this year. And that led to Brent rallying strongly and breaking $90 per barrel. There is a proviso, though, and that's that the cuts will be reviewed monthly. Now, arguably, you could say there's really no difference between deciding each month whether to extend cuts for another month versus having a longer term cut with a monthly review and the possibility of unwinding it. But uh, so taken literally, it doesn't really make much difference. But the fact is, though, that the Saudis are sending quite a strong message to the markets, and that is the default is going to be to maintain the cuts. And that's why the markets reacted in the way it has. What does this mean in the longer term? Well, Saudi Arabia has taken a very assertive stance in supporting markets in recent months or indeed over the last year. And that, uh, I think, could put them in a strong position to rally OPEC plus members around whatever um, they feel is is right for the markets going into 2024. And indeed, there have already been agreed measures that are going to sort of tighten the way OPEC plus operates going into next year. By the middle of next year, all OPEC and OPEC plus members that are participating in these uh, cuts, the so-called Declaration of Cooperation, are going to have to go through an assessment by independent uh, sources, IHS, Woodmac and and Rystad, as to what their production capacities are and for those to be used in determining reference production levels going forwards. So this is going to be an end to the old practice of OPEC and OPEC plus members trying to argue that their output capacity was as high as possible to put them in the best possible bargaining position when it came to what their target level ought to be. So this is another sign of how OPEC plus is going to change, I think, in the years ahead. And I think as things stand at the moment, OPEC plus is in a strong position because non-OPEC plus output thus far has not really responded to the higher prices. And where might oil prices go from here? Well, the 50-day moving average has broken up through the 100-day and the 200-day moving average, as, as we noted last week. So that's a strong sort of technical picture for the medium term. And now Brent has broken through $90 per barrel. In fact, it set a high last week of just over $91 per barrel. So that really is a, a move out of this range that Brent has been in going back to really to November last year. Uh, Having said that, it has moved a long way since uh, June, for instance. So we may see a pause here and possibly a bit of retracement. But I think the technical outlook for the months ahead on a purely technical basis is pretty positive. But on the other hand, as we've discussed before, if prices really do accelerate, then, of course, the Saudis might decide to taper their cutbacks and, and hence bring the market down a little bit. In European energy markets, there's concern about strikes at LNG plants in Australia. So there are two sets of talks going on with uh, labour disputes with the unions, one with plants owned by Woodside and the other owned plants owned by Chevron. And the Woodside talks were concluded successfully, so it sort of been assumed the Chevron ones would get sorted out too. But actually, so far, they have, in fact, failed. And so a partial strike has now been introduced. Now, it's not clear whether that will have an impact on on output uh, yet, but um, the strikes are set to accelerate to a full strike later this week. So that presumably will have an impact. And uh, the Chevron plants in Australia produce about 7% of world liquefied natural gas. So this is a potentially very significant problem.
uh, for the world LNG market. Um, but the fact that there is now a few days before this, uh, the strike accelerates further means that there's an additional window for Chevron the Union perhaps to, to find an agreement. Also in Europe, um, there's a more pressing issue with uh, Norwegian output, which has uh, d- declined very significantly over the last week or so due to um, unplanned maintenance. And that is uh, putting some pressure on the European market. And of course, this isn't a, a worry about potential future uh, disruption that this is actual disruption going going on now. Um, nevertheless, uh, gas in storage has maintained around levels of around 93% full. So hopefully the Norwegian out- outages will be um, resolved relatively soon. That's certainly the expectation and, and uh, production will start to increase again this week. Thank you, Callum. We'll chat again next week. Thank you, Len. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Investec's Weekly Energy Update with Callum McPherson. If you'd like to discuss any of the contents of the podcast, drop Callum an email on callum.mcpherson at investec.co.uk or visit investec.com forward slash commodities. Until next time, thank you.